Hello, and welcome to Open Brief, a podcast from some of the most creative minds in the world. I'm Lucy DeWire, and I'm here with co-producer Mimi Munoz to introduce today's episode. Hi, everyone. Before we start, a little bit about Open Brief itself. We started this podcast as a way to hear from our people about topics that most intrigued them. That's right. We essentially wrote an open brief and sent it to our network and had the most chaotic ideas come back to us. So we did the only thing that makes sense in a creative environment. We leaned in. As Dan Wyden once said, chaos is the only thing that honestly wants you to grow. The only friend who really helps you be creative. The chatter around AI these days is definitely chaotic. And there are a lot of questions about the impact and implications it will have on our world. In this episode from WK Shanghai, senior planner Hubert Renucci and creatives Ruby and UT dig deeper into what AI means for creativity. They use their personal experience with platforms like Dolly, Midjourney, and ChatGPT to inform their opinions on how AI might change our approach to work within the industry. Thanks for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the episode of Open Brief. Hello, I am Ruby. Hi, I'm UT. And hi, I'm Hubert. I'm here with the infamous Ruti, which is literally Ruby and Uti uh, from WK Shanghai. I have to correct you. It's UT. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it sounds very French when I say I Uti, so that's exactly. why I kind of like it. Okay. But I do apologize. I gave you Uti, the Uti. admission to call me Uti. <laughs> Uti. <laughs> All right, so. Well, first of all, thank you guys so much for being here. Our uh, pleasure. I know, thank I know, you I've for taken us here. Well, I've taken quite a bit of your time, right? Because I know this is a very interesting uh, project that you know we've been interesting to do. So you guys have been working on this for what for the last couple of weeks overall, but with with a heavy emphasis, I think, over the last couple of days. So really, the the intention with this podcast was really to kind of get a sense, a first hand kind mm -hmm. of sense, um, you know, from creative. Um, on really what's happening with this whole stuff with mm -hmm. you know AI, right? So I think a lot of people have been talking about AI quite a bit. Uh, I think we've seen a lot of stuff. Our agency did a hands-on with AI, I think a couple of weeks ago, right? Mm -hmm. um, and so, but actually, you know, we, we've been thinking about, you know, AI and, you know, kind of like what AI is potentially doing mm. um, to this industry uh, for quite some time. And I think it was really apropos that, you know, I think nowadays, basically, uh, we're really seeing a lot of step, stuff happening around this. So, Really, the intention that I wanted today is kind of get, and so you guys had to work on kind of a very specific brief, mm -hmm. but I think the brief was just more of a medium, right, and a platform to kind of get you guys to really engage mm -hmm. uh, with this platform in a way that, you know, really kind of stir, um, I think, a lot of creative thinking and a lot of creative juice. Mm -hmm. So I'll have a couple of questions that, mm -hmm. you know, I kind of want to go through today. Mm -hmm. um, and feel free, you know, to kind of uh, be very, very... I would say, uh, you know, thoughtful, but also at the same time, very authentic, right? In terms of you yep. know, stuff that you, know, you guys really feel about this. The first question I wanted to, to, you know, ask you guys is regarding kind of the legitimacy, right, of AI art. Um, so when we talk about AI art, um, you know, I think a lot of people are either asking whether it's legit um, or whether people are asking, is it just hype, right? And so... Oftentimes, when we think about AI art, there's obviously, you know, the artwork that's actually there. Um, and so when you think about the component of the artwork, do you guys feel that this can actually be considered as art if this is something that's actually done, you know, obviously by a machine or by a robot, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's the first question. I kind of want to get like, you know, really firsthand, you know, point of view from you guys. If you guys had to choose whether it's legit or whether it's hype, how do you feel about this? So first, I want to ask a question. What, Go ahead. What, what is a legit? What is a hype? All right. So legit means like, oh, it's it's true. Like it's really something that's happening. Uh, and then hype, it's more like, oh, it's fantasy. just a buzz. You know, uh, it's like it's, it's just a buzzword. It's not really something that's really uh, real. So legit is like, is it true? Do you feel that you know AI art mm -hmm. is something that's actually really happening mm -hmm. right now? Basically. Mm -hmm. Cool. Thanks for teaching us English. It's yeah, very, it's very important because our it's CD always know. do that. It's know we are losing our English ability. So we are talking about if we are forget something, we will consult ChatGPT to translate for us. <laughs> yeah. You can definitely ask ChatGPT. Yeah, That's the sure. whole point of this. We're, yeah. we're, we're still trying to be human, <laughs> use our human brain. Yeah. Um, so 
I think our answer is the same. I will go for the logic one. Okay. I think it's okay. So now you looks like you disagree with me. <laughs> I vote. I vote for the same. Yeah. So so for me, it's like mm. Mm, both ChatGPT and uh, Midjourney or Dali show me a new way of um how to say dealing with a huge amount of data. Mm. So they are kind of like operate in a speed that I can never achieve. So they can bring me. Uh, not like Google, but in a more uh, actually, I feel like in a more human way to deal with those data because, like the ChatGPT, sometimes I can feel that they they have a preference. They sometimes I ask them a question, they refuse to answer me, or they refuse to judge something like that. So I feel like it's more person for me and. If you are saying like if the art, the AI art, mm. is that can we call that art to me? Of course, because it's kind of like a new generation of tool that you can use for for dealing with art. Think about the camera or like the Photoshop. That's all kind of like this kind of tool, and people use it. And but right now maybe it's not human really use it, or maybe we can human use the tool that use this tool. Right. Tawa. <laughs> right. You know? So yeah, so for me, it's really something. Um, how to say a big change is right. happening, really. Yeah. I'll vote for the legit as well, mm. because first of all, like for timing wise, it really saves us a lot of time. Mm. Like, um, if I have to do one proof is like after this project, when we get slightly more familiar with uh, Mid Journey, we really start to use it for comp for our real project. Nice. Yeah, I'm not saying doing... like eventually we're using that comp, right. but then for time sake, for um, efficiency, we really use ChatGPT to say, give me a comp of a basketball player or like football player playing nice. football in an airplane. Mm. There, this is something, if I have to do this comp, it takes me time, like like twenty or half hour to do that. Mm. But it's just like one minute. Mm. It will give me something, at least something. I'm not saying it's great, right? But something I can use for present the idea. So first of all, like really for timing wise, mm. um, it's quite legit as an art art director for me. Mm. And the second is for inspiration. I think it does give us some inspiration as well. For example, like if we type something, most of the time the, there is an image in our head already. Mm. No matter you're an art or a copy or anyone, right? You've already got an image, right? But most of the time, I have to say, what AI gave me back, it's not. It's not what you were actually it's, imagining. It's it's one hundred percent not what's in my head. Right. It's a good thing and a bad thing. Right. If we take the good side. It gives me like it opens my mind, and then say, "Oh, maybe I can look it mm. in this way as well." So I I feel inspirationally, it's right. legit as well. And then for is it art or not? I would say my experience or my feeling is like if we treat AI or Mid Journey as a as a, as an artist, mm. I still feel there it has a type. Right. It has like. If you didn't write very specific prompts for very specific style you're looking for, the thing it always gives you back. Firstly, it's still AI gen generated. You can still tell it's AI AI type of art. Right. Secondly, it always have a sad flowing into it. It's because of the lighting, the color, mm. and then the mood and then the face, all the things. It still gives me like all this art gives me a sad flowing. So. If if you are asking me, is it an artist? Yes, but is it a like artist with full ability to do all this different type of art? No, I right. would say right kind now, of like a gothic artist. Yeah, <laughs> gothic artist. That's very specific, by the way. A lot of people are saying about you know AI art, right? Or all, all, all these AI um, sort of you know machine learning you know um, type of algorithm. Mm -hmm. A lot of people are saying that um, it's actually very biased. Mm. It's it's actually what a lot of these things 
because AI is basically trained mm. on, you know, a database. I think going back to what Ruby was saying, it's trained on a certain level of database. Mm -hmm. And depending on what you input in the database, this is essentially what the outcome, mm. right, is going to be happening. So I think what you're saying is very interesting to me because we've also seen this um, in the field of, for example, you know, the equivalent of ChatGPT, right? Mm -hmm. So ChatGPT is the more mainstream one. But then, you know, I think uh, Bing was, you know, um, doing a, a, their version of ChatGPT. I think, you know, recently Baidu has been doing this. And actually what we're seeing is that depending on the data set that all these, you know, machines are learning from, actually oftentimes they can come up with a certain bias. Mm. So it's interesting that you're saying that from your point of view, you feel like, oh, you know, this is, it feels like, you know, yes, it's an artist, but it's it, it, it kind of comes out with a tonality exactly. that's kind of sad. Mm -hmm. Maybe the data set that it's been trained on, you mm -hmm. know, somehow is kind of constantly trying to go back to certain aspect of work that you feel maybe it's just not, you know, what you are kind of envisioning, right? Also, I feel like, it's also because of like how hard it is. Right. So for example, if I want AI to give me a people, mm. a people's face, a human face, if I didn't type in specifically, I want him or her to smile, mm. it will always give me like a no emotion face because that is easier, ah. I feel, because when you smile, right. the muscle on your face is, is very, very complicated. Complicated. Right. I noticed that because we were doing another project, like mm -hmm. the Nike CNY, right. and then we're using the deepfake technology to do that. Right. And then most of the time, when there is like huge movement of the face, what AI gives us doesn't like the deepfake te technology. Right. Doesn't really turns out to be good. Mm. So it has to be the online artist, like the retoucher, right. to do it frame by frame, right. and then from the online artist from them, they're saying anytime with big smile or like this, um, how do you say, angry face, right, right. like even just one small angry, uh, how do you frown. call that? Frowns? frowns? Yeah, the frowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like all this muscle needs to change. Right. So maybe that is because it's harder mm. for AI to generate a accurate, angry or smiling with like strong emotion face. That's right. why always it gives us like the no emotion right, right. face. Well, I mean, t to what you just said, I think one thing that's very interesting is that I actually never thought about this because I've also tried mid-journey for a bit. And it's true, I've never had, whenever I was trying to create something, I never thought about actually saying, oh, I want that person to be smiling. Mm. And I never realized this is something that, to your point, actually, mid-journey constantly just do things in a way mm -hmm. um, that's kind of like always very, very neutral, right? Mm -hmm. there, there's no like very strong em emotion. Mm. Um, you see, like all these things right. we generated, mm. there was no emotion. They're just right. looking into the camera. I know these are like blend uh, two images. So maybe because of the original image, it's not, she's not smiling, but right. some of... Some of these, it's wrong. <laughs> it's really cool. Yeah, he's not smiling as well, right, or like right. no emotion here. Yeah, that that's so that's so interesting because I never realized that. Mm -hmm. Even when I was going through like this, the the artwork that you guys have done, mm -hmm. I never realized like oh, actually they all have the same like facial Saturday. expression. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is very very interesting. Mm -hmm. We are mm -hmm. actually using this in other like UTC other projects. So I kind of find out that if we um, put a human. Right. In the result, there will um, eighty percent that I will get not a very good result. But if if it's just dealing with like non-human, like like she said, a playing on the soccer field or something like that, right. they can do it very well. I I actually put that in our creative deck. Mm -hmm. <laughs> our CD recognize some of them, and but not all of them. Really? Yeah. So. Maybe oh. he fired. <laughs> okay. maybe, he just, maybe he just don't want to mention that, but yeah, right. he point out some of them. But I feel like mostly it's a AI human thing. If we're trying mm. to use the AI technology to create a human, that will right. you will recognize that. Uh, and I also find a little trick is like don't make the people look at the camera. Ah. If you look at somewhere else, right. the AI feeling will will be toned down a little bit. That is true, because nowadays there are a lot of prom experts. Mm. Um, they give speeches and then... Like your husband? I've, like, <laughs> I, he's not one. But I followed a lot of them. Right. And then there was one guy mentioning exactly what yeah. Ruby just said. 
don't make the people looking straight into the camera. Right. Just like slightly angle will make the whole gen- like result better. Right, right, right. Uh-huh. That's so interesting. Mm. All right. Okay. So based on what you're saying, if we had to summarize the answer, right? So obviously both of you believe that yes, AI is legit. Mm-hmm. But, and it is art, it it can be definitely considered as art, but at the same time, there are currently some limitations, right? I think from what you're saying is that there are currently some limitations, there are certain things that, you know, AI, whether it's a little bit biased, whether it's doing things in a certain way, um, it's obviously, it still has a lot of room to kind of improve um, in terms of being kind of like a tool, right? That can really, really be efficient um, in supporting you guys. So I think that kind of leads that would kind of lead me to my second question, which is, do you guys think there is the actual possibility that in the future, a lot of the kinks, so a lot of the kind of like, you know, uh, cons, right, that you guys are currently seeing in terms of how um, these AI machine operate, do you guys feel that if all of these things, number one, do you guys think that this can be fixed? From your perspective, obviously you guys are not, you know, AI expert, but from your perspective, do you guys think it can be fixed? And if all these things can actually be fixed, do you guys think that this can become really a tool that can, for example, I don't know, replace part of your workflow, let's say? (laughs) I'll answer first. So Mm. for your first question, from the AI standpoint of view, I think it can be fixed Mm. because I know how crazy and how amazing, how fast. It's developing every day. And then how fast this guy is learning every day. So from the AI technology standpoint of view, I think, yes, this is fixable. Mm. For the second question, I feel no. Because it's great. It will be even greater in the future. But learning it takes a lot of time. Mm. So I feel somehow in the future, it might be a major or how do you call like um like a major in the university. You really have to oh, learn. Okay. Something that you can actually learn. You really yeah. have to learn and then in to get language. all these things and right. then eventually to use these tools to get what you want. Right. Otherwise, it's just so hard to, it can give you something, but it's very hard to give you accurate things. Mm. It takes so much time. So I just mentioned one good thing about it is time efficiency. But then mm. on the other hand, <laughs> it takes us a lot of time, not for, <laughs> it, just for trying. Just for, for curiosity. We're right. trying to oh, like, yeah, come up with one image that is exactly the same from our mind. Right. But it, <laughs> it, takes, it doesn't happen, yeah, right? It takes like, it just takes two so hours. much time and energy and so much learning from like, I have to, to check out all the other prompts the expert did and then try to get what I want. But eventually it didn't give me what I want. So to sum it up, for the second question, I feel no, because us needs to learn quite a lot, takes time to... I would say uh, first, yes, I think it can be fixed as uh, UT just mentioned. And secondly, I don't think we can replace, but but not only because that it takes time to learn this language. Maybe they can, like, um, maybe someday they always they they all speak human language. Mm-hmm. Finally, yeah, this can be fixed. Maybe, but our job sometimes is not just come up with the idea, but figuring out the brief. <laughs> because sometimes, right, right. yeah, it's so hard to brief even human us. Sometimes, right. like oh, sure. client or for Brian, sure. they yeah. don't know they are brief. What it. Exactly, it is. It's so, true. yeah, sometimes to give a good breath also need quite a lot mm. job. Mm. Maybe our job can be that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And also I uh, saw that uh, one of my friends is posting like the mid-journey, actually the UI, mm. that that thing is going to change. So maybe mm, in not very long time, we don't need to type in all the code right. or prompts. They will make it more user-friendly. They will make it more like... Um, even the um, granny can uh, randomly say something and then they will come up with something gorgeous for her. Right. But still, is that what you really want? Is that the, exactly the same from your side or maybe? Because some, sometimes we feel like we, I personally like to use the blend, mm-hmm. that function, because I don't need to follow anything. I don't need them to follow me, right. but I kind of like inspired by them. Yeah. That's the easy way that I feel right now to to use this as inspiration. But if you want it, if you want them to create something exactly for you, 
that's really hard because you don't know what you want, actually. No, I mean, I think this is very interesting. So for me, I had also a couple of uh, a couple of thoughts about this, right? I think the first thing that that really comes to mind that's very interesting um, to what you were saying, Ruby, which is also what you said initially. It's that it's really kind of developing a whole new language, right? Mm-hmm. Of of how you actually, and I think this is also what you two you were saying, how you envision what you have in your mind mm-hmm. and how you articulate that into words. Mm-hmm. And, and that language is also even very different from what we're used to in terms of, for example, so what we're used to in terms of the closest, I would say, to, you know, machine learning that we're used to is like when you were searching, right? So when you're on Google and you're typing your search, but the way that you're typing your search, that language is so different from the way that you're doing a prompt. Mm-hmm. You know, the moment, Ruby, you said that, oh, you know, they're actually thinking about redoing the UI, I actually think what's interesting about, you know, mid-journey at ChatGPT is that it's actually more of a conversational thing. So if if you start changing that UI into something that, I don't know, maybe it's more like a Photoshop or something like that, mm-hmm. I don't know, I feel like it's it's it, it will force your mind mm-hmm. to think at things, again, in a very different way, mm-hmm. which, which I think I'm wondering, is that really going to be as interesting? Mm-hmm. Because... To what you were saying also, UT, is I think what, what I find, you know, very interesting with mid-journey mm-hmm. is to your point, I was never able to produce something what as I had envisioned it, but I've I've often used it as a way to kind of just kickstart. It's just like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm thinking, for example, I wanted to, you know, create this visual where I see some guy, let's say, playing music. Mm-hmm. And I always find it interesting to kind of like, oh, okay, so I, I just want to kind of like mid-journey to give me ideas mm. of what those perspectives can mm. be. Mm. And then you kind of form a judgment with it. Mm. If you start changing the UI, do you guys feel that this aspect of, you know, mid-journey being more of an inspirational tool, do you feel like this is still going to be there? Or is it become, or does it risk becoming more and more like a very, very, you know, functional tool the way that, you know, we're probably seeing it with Photoshop or whatnot. For me, because um, I don't know what it will be changing into, right. but I agree with you, Huber. I quite like the interface right now. Yeah. It's more like in the emotional it feels level. It like it, right? Yeah. Because I kind of like how lo-fi it is now. Mm-hmm. It feels like 20, 20 years ago when we were <laughs> middle school students, like a chat room right, we're doing right. here. Because I, I sometimes feel really freaking out by this AI or like technology because right. it's just growing too fast. And then like all those horror movies, sometimes we're right, like all right. human is going to be killed by this AI. But like how lo-fi the interface is kind of gives me like a safe feeling. Right. See, it's still, it's still hey, using robot. like 20 years ago's interface to, right. to chat. So for, for me, it's more like in that ridiculous emotional level. of like how I like it. I I agree. (laughs) And and to me also, I find it, because again, the same thing is, you know, my experience, for example, when I was trying ChatGPT, right? Like, it's so interesting to me that compared to a search engine. So search engine, I'm going to say, oh, uh, you know, you don't even say show me a photo, right? You just say, uh, oh, person playing guitar, as an example. And then, you know, Google is just going to show you basically a buttload of images, Mm -hmm. And you pick whatever. But I've come to realize that when I'm talking to ChatGPT, oh, it's like, so much more personal, right? Yeah. Me, can you write me a book? Exactly. Yeah, I do that all the time. I don't want peace, peace, peace off the, yeah. the AI. <laughs> I've seen a lot of people say I that. I always yeah. start with, hi. And then she said, oh, what can I do for you? And I said, could you please? <laughs> but, but, but to that point, what's so interesting is that, so yes, there is the way that you talk to it, right? But I think what's also very interesting is that I'm always amazed by like how ChatGPT understand the nuances of what you want, right? Because Google, you say, oh, I want a guy playing guitar. You have a lot, a lot of different ways that you can envision this. Mm-hmm. But if you say ChatGPT, oh, I'm looking for a person that plays guitar and does that, maybe because the way that she responds, right? She's going to say, okay, Hubert, so you're looking for, uh, oh, sorry, it's not ChatGPT, but anyway, if I brief ChatGPT and I say, can you write me um, a poem talking about this, this, this? And ChatGPT is going to be like, okay, if you want a poem that's focusing more on this, this is the way that I would write it. Mm-hmm. So there is that sense that really the AI kind of try to understand the yeah. nuances, mm-hmm. which I feel is something that you know I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And so that's why with the current interface, it's so refreshing. So, so I'm actually a little bit scared, you know, if, if they're changing the UI and it becomes more of a 
traditional type of UI. Mm -hmm. I don't know, I feel like it's going to take a little bit of the magic out of it, maybe. So, okay, we've talked, I think, a lot about like the initial perspective. What I'm really interested to know now about is what was kind of the whole journey that you guys went through because, so, you know, we, we had a quick chat a couple of weeks ago and, we, and you know, I shared it with you guys, okay, so this is a brief, um, you know, for this fake brand, right, that we're, we're trying to do something with. Like, compare this approach where you guys received this brief and then you were like, okay, now we have this tool versus the way that you would normally approach a brief. What was kind of like the first thing that, that went into your mind in terms of where do we start from here, basically? Like what was kind of like, can you guys take me through the journey of what that looked like? I would say it's still the same, right? So when yeah. we get this brief, so aside from we have to get familiar with the tool right. itself, which it takes a few days um, for mm. us to get familiar and then aside everything, pay. But after that, when we really start to think about this brief, I feel it's still the same because mm. like our way, like as working partner, our way of doing work is always we think of ideas separately first. Mm. And then after one day, we start to chat together and then to share our ideas, uh, individ individual idea, and then uh, to maybe inspire each other to to, to to get some new ones right. and then to filter those bad ones out and then to lock down oh these are the few ideas we like the most and then we right. start to develop it. Mm -hmm. So for ideation wise, I feel this one is still the same. We still start with like thinking about how do we want to advertise or how do we want to say something about mm. this um, torch, right. right? And then after we have some ideas, that is the part starts to slightly different. Mm. So instead of like normally as an auditor, I will start just to look into the pictures right. that is that fits uh, each of the idea. But like this, how this this one, I just need to. So originally, uh, without ChatGPT or AI, what I have to do is like really depend on what kind of image I can find. Mm. But this yeah. time it's more like what I want or what we want. And mm. then I start to directly type into it. Right. But then the thing is like, <laughs> it didn't, like most of the time, still it didn't give me back what I want. Right. So then I have to, the time mostly spending on adjusting that. Uh, what it gives me back and then I have to adjust the prompts and then or use the blend tool or other tools to eventually get what I want. So the right. time is mostly spending there. Right. But I feel the ideation is the same. It's the later yeah. part to be different. I would mm. say it's still the same. I, I would say the, the process of creative for me is kind of like random, random. When I mm. get the brief, I will grab like some keyword or maybe not key, just word right. or some image or some gut mm. feeling from it. And then I will look, maybe I will look into random place, random mm. stuff, like browsing some uh, magazine or right. uh, film or something like that. So this time I try to get some inspiration at the very beginning from ChatGPT or MidJourney, I right. found that's not so, uh, it doesn't work that well mm -hmm. because they are basically giving me answers. If, if I have the question, mm -hmm. they will give me the answer. But when I don't know the, what the question is, right. they will give me very vague or if, if I give them something that, okay, why people at this age like um, like to dye their hair, they will give me very like, I, I don't know, say generic, generic kind of and very correct answer. Like, right, okay, right. this is because they want to impress people, blah, 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 something like that. But so I still need to find the juicy, the sexy inspiration by myself. So right. I grab something like, okay, so if you think this is immature, let's find the most mature people in China and we, right. yeah, and we rebrand her something like that and then I use the other tool so here is the part I um, normally I would tell my uh, partner right. okay I want to change her hair color or I would blah, 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 make an image like this but I would never do that okay. <laughs> yeah, she never, she I never refuse did. I'm so glad I have you now so this time now I, you can do it yeah. you don't have to ask your partner yeah. now you can do it yeah so this time I go directly to the mid journey and try my way out I put some the process in the first direction you can see that some 
at the very beginning, she gave me something that really hilarious, actually. <laughs> but somehow it's inspiring. But I just don't、right. know how can I deal with it. What what can I use it? But it's actually quite edgy. <laughs> right, right. Quite 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 cool. Yeah. So and then I kind of find the way that maybe it's not. Maybe you just give me a very simple mission,、mm. and then you need some post production or like Photoshop it a little bit,、right. and then that's the answer.、Mm. Right. I kind of agree, yes, with I think both of what you said, but I think at the same time, right? So I think going back you to what you were saying, so yes, maybe the the approach didn't quite change、mm. in the sense that you started by looking for inspiration.、Mm. The difference being that normally you look at. Existing kind of inspiration, and you kind of like you know find your way towards the thing that you like. But here, would you say that it kind of forced you to also zero in on really what you wanted versus kind of like oh you know maybe this is cool, maybe this is cool.、Mm-hmm. It kind of led you in a certain way, right? It kind of led you to actually this is really what I'm thinking of. This is really what I'm kind of want to explore in more details.、Mm-hmm. That alone, do you think that is? Something that still kind of changed your mindset towards、mm. how you approach the rest of the process afterwards versus maybe the way that you would normally do it.、Mm. I was expecting that. Okay. Okay. So you were expecting it. Yes, and then、uh, at certain level, yes, it、mm. raised my mind. I'm not spending hours finding existing photos. Right. That limit our my mind somehow as well. Right. So from the start point of that. Face,、mm. yes, it opens up my mind.、Um, I just type in whatever I want、mm. in my head, but later part,、um, it limits me、right. because <laughs> it didn't give me what exactly I、you、want. So right, right. then I have to spend a lot of time. And somehow, I felt it's a time spending finding image and then doing comp, and then now it's spending time of writing. The accurate prompts, <laughs> and then try to figure out what is the right language to right. to to typing things. Right.、Yeah. Do Do you feel more compassionate now about you know Ruby because she spent a lot of time you know writing, crafting. You I know, I, I always ad- all the time. I I always admire her a lot. <laughs> 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 She's great.、Yeah. I would say mm. like. Mm, Because in the very beginning, I don't know the blending this this function,、technique. this tool, yeah, this technique.、Mm-hmm. So I didn't find much、uh, inspiration from them. But、okay. yeah, later I find this blend because、uh, one, it give me high,、um, better quality of the results.、Right. So I can use some really good image to create this new creature.、Mm-hmm. And second, it gives me some surprising. So it's not giving me some like cliche answer or like some very AI, AI feeling image, but some fresh thing like this.、Right. Yeah. So this I would say next time when I doing project with it, I will do a lot of like I will feed them many, ah,、uh, different kinds of image to see what it comes up. Or maybe I just use the keyword, not trying to describe everything for them, but、mm. just give some keyword. So I think okay. So I think what you just said, Ruby, which is very interesting, is that actually you're kind of going the opposite way of、yeah. what AI is doing, because、like、you're narrowing the database、mm. based on your personal taste,、yep. based on what you think you really want, and that kind of helps the AI frame boundaries, right, for the type of work that you want, which is in essence. Very interesting, but also kind of weird because a lot of what AI right now, a lot of what people like about AI is that it's the database is so large、yeah. that it can really come up with something that you know is is very surprising as well. But at least to them,、yeah. so I think the difference that you guys are talking about, which is very interesting, is that in the context of a brief, which I think is definitely more specific type of work、mm-hmm. versus you know being like just you know、mm-hmm. working with the iPhone pure inspiration, is that. There are certain boundaries that are needed、mm-hmm. in order for the tool to be more effective,、mm-hmm. and in order for the tool to be more effective, actually, you don't want the tool to have such a large database.、Mm-hmm. You want the tool to actually be a little bit more narrow,、mm-hmm. and actually work with certain things that you guys already feel like,、mm-hmm. oh, okay, that kind of makes sense to me,、mm-hmm. right? And and that's、mm-hmm. something that I can actually work with.、Mm-hmm. This is very interesting because I never、mm-hmm. thought of that. I really thought that the whole value of this whole AI tool. You know, beyond obviously what it can do, 
is it's it's really meant to be this like humongous database mm. that you can really come up with things like that you never thought of but mm. actually from on on a very pragmatic and work standpoint what you guys are saying is that that's actually counterproductive mm -hmm. to have such a such a vast kind mm -hmm. of type of database that's really interesting mm -hmm. i feel that that is also because like for us yeah we're we're looking for a certain style right we right. want and then that style maybe it's not ai what ai generated i do agree if we like forget about the style if i just want ai to give me something For example, something I made up, an mm. alien working on here. Right. So that's something AI can for sure do. Right. And that is great. But then the ob or like obstacle we are facing, mm. I feel, is somehow there is certain style already in our head. Right. We're looking for that like style right. specifically. It's like potentially already in our head, but mm. we cannot spell it out specifically to the 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 mid journey. Right. And then most of the time, it didn't give us the certain uh, art direction or a certain tone and manner we're looking for. Right. And then that's why we felt, oh, it does, it, it's not right. It's not right. right. It's not. Right. It's kind of like a human filter in our mind, or Ruti filter, or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, 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 we 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 still cannot. So after this filter, okay, this doesn't. This doesn't match. This doesn't match. This doesn't work. This one, okay, and then we put that out. So, on that point, Ruby, mm -hmm. it's a human filter. Do you guys think the filter is really what actually makes you know people like you guys so valuable still, right? Because so I'm hearing a lot of people saying around the globe, they're saying, oh, and so there's literally people saying like, oh, they've lost a lot of business. Because, you know, smaller clients that usually tend to work with, let's say, you know, freelancers or whatnot, nowadays they're basically working straight, right, mm -hmm. with AI and all those kind of things. Um, so a lot of people are saying, oh, you know, you don't really need to work with, you know, creative, you know, human creative anymore. You can work directly with AI. But I think that point of human filter, Ruby, do you think this is really what makes the difference between, you know, really good work and then just people, you know, Just getting like something random out of mm. basically a tool like this. Yeah, I think if you don't have this, oh, first, first of all, I think our value is more than human filter. Of course. Oh yes. my gosh, <laughs> that's the first. Thing. I didn't say that. Sure, sure. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> secondly, <laughs> yeah. Secondly, so um, if you go directly with the AI, yes, like you say, it can give you an alien standing here playing drum or something like that, but it can get very general. When I say general, it's not only the um, ChatGPT writing a manifesto, that kind of general, but also the style right. can be very fixed. Like we say, we feel like the sad tone or even it's very cartoonish or I, I yeah we we calculate that how many style we saw from this actually it's kind of like very gothic or like black and white or very photo realistic but in the sad tone or it can be all the illustrated C4D or but that's all the like drawing thing so this is kind of like limited style we see from from them we come up with them so if you go directly with that without any like you can say human filter or creation or your own thoughts that can be the thing the the I would say that if everybody just go with the machine the all the work we see might get similar right. more and more similar to each other it, without without any like human really creating something new the last point that you just mentioned is very interesting because i've always felt the same way and so this is more of a conceptual th thought right so I, i don't know whether that's going to be ever the truth or not but the reality is you know so ai and machine learning are basically creating stuff out of algorithm right and and so those algorithms are produce are, are basically created by people that basically give them, again, certain rules of, you know, if someone say this, you have to respond this way. If someone, you know, ask you to do this, you can create this way. So, you know, even beyond what you just said, Ruby, that in terms of, you know, there's going to be a sanitization because if everyone use, you know, ChatGPT in the same way without having a certain point of view, all the work is going to be the same. I actually feel that even from a technical standpoint, it's also very true because 
if unless you keep you know the algorithm evolving, unless unless you keep you know things. You know, not just absorbing more data, but also looking at data in a very, very different way every single time. Unless you do that, we're basically saying all the art is created with a formula, and that formula has different variables that can change. But the way that it's going to be changing, I think it's not going to be as significant mm -hmm. as someone that comes in with a very, very different point of view and say, "Oh, have you thought about things, you know, in this particular way or in this particular way?" Right. Mm -hmm. So, so I think this point of you know the work becoming very, very similar and like you know everything kind of looks the same. Mm -hmm. I think that's actually also a big point that I feel about maybe some of the limitations, right, with with AI, is that and that maybe goes back to the first question in terms of hype, right? Past the point of hype. Maybe when more and more are really people are kind of using these tools, maybe that's when we're started starting to see also a lot of limitations, when all the work kind of start looking like you know ah oh, it's kind of feel the same all the time. I wanted to ask you guys um, a very simple short um, question, which is, what was your most what the fuck moment when you were using AI, whether it's ChatGPT, whether it's Midjourney, what was really that first moment where you're like, what the fuck is this? Or like, what happened? What just happened? What did I just see? Like, can you guys remember what, what was that moment like? Actually, this moment occurred to me before I start to use this is like the time, I don't know, you, you guys show me what Midjourney can do, show me some. Um, oh, so the example I was sharing. Yeah, you. some oh, some okay. some of the example because my uh, previous my feeling about them is more like they are like doing more like drawing thing, right. illustrated thing. Right. But the moment that I saw that it can make really photo realistic right. image, yeah. that is kind of like blow my mind. So I would right. start to think, okay, does we need to like film real human here? Right. Does we need to like do all the PPM, final PPM, or we just typing something and then they will give give me a film. Right. So that's kind of the wow moment for me. Right. When I started using it, I would say the blend technique. Te blend technique. Yeah, okay. it, because it gave me surprise. Right. When I just using the prompt, I describe something, I always think they give me that something okay in my imagined nation range but not exactly what i want but the blend actually give me some surprise that it's surprisingly weird right it's it's not good even it's right. it's like quirky it's like something right. that i would imagine the artist in london can do right it's, it, it's kind of like this so that's the two things that really make me wow damn nice what about you ut what so, was your what was your wow moment your question is a wow moment or what the fuck moment. Well, okay. That, that's <laughs> a, that's a fair same? point. That's a fair point. Mm -hmm. I initially wanted to go for the what the fuck moment, which is really like, holy shit. Like, okay. what, what, what just happened, right? What just happened in a bad way or like a... Sounds like a bad either way. Either way. Either way you okay. want. It's totally fine. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, the wow moment is for sure the first few time I tried it. Mm. I first get to this um, platform and start to use it, mm -hmm. I was so amazed by how much thing, how how many things it can give give me. Right. And then the the excitement goes down after I know more. After I see all the other people's uh, work, right. and then I feel oh, it's just normal. It's just normal what AI can do. Right. So after that, like I feel like everything I tried to do. It's getting. I'm not amazed anymore because right. my expectation is like getting higher and higher. Right. Um, so I I would say the wow moment is the first few trials I did. Mm. Um, the what the fuck moment is like when I tried to ask ask the AI to give me something exactly uh, tries to be accurate. Mm. It just cannot give me and then give me something very weird. Okay. For example, I I I want a girl. We start here, and then colorful hair, and then standing in front of a, um, how do you say those bubble? Inflatable. Inflatable. Oh yeah. Oh, okay. Inflatable. Inflatable okay. something. Right. And then what it gives me is like, it makes the dyed hair goat's head right. stick onto that 
inflatable. huge bubble. Right, right. And then it's like there is a ghost standing in front of that bubble. Right. And then a huge head of her stick to another huge head of her stick to that bubble as well. It's, <laughs> it, it feels like a horror movie. Right. So that is like the first what the fuck moment. I right. didn't ask you to give me this horror thing, but it, it, it is something generated so that's pretty cool that's pretty <laughs> cool i mean to me i think okay my wow moment was definitely the first time i i i, I tried mid journey um because i think to me it was definitely like you know i just typed a very like short prompt mm -hmm. and i was like and obviously mid journey came back with like four different options i was like holy shit like i because i think the wow moment was just a surprise mm. of looking at like different art directions based off a very, very like simple, like very top line, mm -hmm. you know, um, sentence, right, that, that I give into the tool. So I think that was definitely my wow moment to me because I was like, holy shit, this is really, really like, th this is something I've never seen before, like in terms of the ability for, you know, AI to get back to you with something that's so, you know, detailed. It can be quite sophisticated, yeah, yeah. like in terms of like everything that they're doing. Uh, so I think that to me was really cool. The what the fuck moment to me was, I think, yeah, I, I think I, I lean a little bit towards what you were saying, UT, which is actually the more specific I'm trying mm -hmm. to be, the least accurate mm -hmm. it actually becomes. Mm -hmm. And so exactly. to me, I was like, okay, when, when, you know, going back to also what Ruby was saying, you know, that artwork that, you know, I shared with you guys when we were first talking about this, I was trying to do something similar to that. And I just couldn't get it. Mm. And, and so that's where I was like, oh my God, this is so frustrating. I was like, this is not, you know, this is really not what I thought it would be. I honestly thought the more precise you become, mm -hmm. the more accurate the tool becomes. Mm -hmm. But actually, you have a lack of control. Mm -hmm. The more precise your prompt is, actually, I don't know if it's because the way that, you know, mid-journey works, mm -hmm. but I feel like the, the more you need to be really, really precise about every single details, mm -hmm. Otherwise, you just can't get mm. you know, actually what you want. That's a good point. Yeah. That is very true. So, so that to me was like, so my what the fuck was definitely more, I think similar to you, UT, was more of a frustration moment. It was like, oh, this is really not like, you know, this is not working mm -hmm. the way that I wanted to. Mm. Exactly. Okay. Now, in terms of the work that you guys have now, um, you know, created, right, for, for this brief, how do you guys feel about this work? Like in terms of the end result that you guys currently have, mm -hmm. do you feel like, okay, this is something that I could totally go to the client with because I know that this can work. I know that this is, obviously I'm not saying it's a final, final version, mm -hmm. but do you guys feel that you've come up to a concept that really you feel comfortable, oh, I can definitely do something with this mm -hmm. and share this with a client? Mm -hmm. So for me, I think some of them are not final, final, but mm. actually the direction, I feel like there is potential that we can bring to life, mm. not only bring to the presentation, but also bring to life. For example, the first one that we come, some logo, trade logo, right. to, to, to make their hair cooler. So, but actually, I I don't know how, how much it comes from the AI, because I feel still the creative part is from us. It, right. It's still we doing the main job. It's either they execute it, they comp it, they Photoshop it, or mm -hmm. UT will do that. Right, right. Yep. So so it's still, I would say, the confidence right. from me to this right. is still from us. Right. Because it's you not, still feel you really own. Yeah, we own this really idea, the yeah, thoughts. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Right. And the final, final thing, I would say that mm. some of them, I think we can bring that for the, for example the this one. I feel like this oh, is like this kind one. of yeah. is is kind of more uh, complete completed. Like complete. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's, it's the quality of it is quite good. Right. We can at least bring it to clients. Right. Say. Right. Mm. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. What about your YouTube? For me, um, fifty percent confidence to okay. bring this to clients because I feel. Also, for like the artwork, some of these are nice. For example, this one, yeah. and then for that, for example, I I, I like this this one as well. Mm. Right. But the thing is, like when we're presenting to clients, especially like in our industry, it's it's also takes a lot of time of like how the way you present to sure. clients yeah, convince yeah. them. So yeah. like the deck we're going to put together right. for the clients, the way we're going to persuade them, it's right. quite important too. So 
I would say like some of this artwork is cool, but mm. still it needs a lot of human work to right. Like how you sell this to clients. Yeah, right. So fifty um, percent. Have you tried using ChatGPT to help you do the deck? <laughs> yeah, I tried that, but the to to actually do the build up of the deck and everything. I literally tried, but nice. the the the. Um, the out the result maybe it's right. the way I ask is not quite good, right. but the result of it is very very general. So yeah. I kind of like asking um, ChatGPT to write manifesto or write mm. film. It comes out very cliche robot robotish, right. and I found a way that I said, okay, not write a manifesto, write a poem, a right. short poem for me. Right. And then they comes something like, okay, I could take it as a base to right. to 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 write a manifesto or write a. I don't know a, a slogan or tagline right. on it. Yeah, that poem. I was I was reading through that poem earlier. It's it, it's it's kind of cool actually. I mean, it's <laughs> like it's it's unexpected, right? Oh. Yeah, but, but it is really kind of. I don't cool. need a copy partner. <laughs> I read the brief. It's me. Brief, <laughs> no, so I mean, yeah, I I I definitely see where both of you are coming from, um, and even I think in terms of of the the deck floor, right? When I was reading through the deck. I, I totally see it because so even for example for this whole podcast I initially asked ChatGPT to write the whole script mm. of this podcast and it was so funny because because I started by asking ChatGPT okay so can you do me the script I'm interviewing you know like two senior creators from um, White and Kennedy and it it felt like it was so robotic mm -hmm. in in some way whereas I feel like you know the work that you know we're always asked to do has to be so emotionally charged mm. that this is something that you know for some reason I, I think at this point in time i can't really see it right so when i was asking chat gpt with you know like do me the script for this podcast there were some good areas in terms of the questions mm -hmm. that they were asking but then i don't know it, it felt like it felt like obviously also chat cannot react to the moment mm. and so it, at first i was like okay give me both the questions and answers of the of the podcast and then i was like okay just give me the questions don't think about the answers mm. and then try to imagine how the flow will go mm. and that's when I, I felt you know going back to what you were saying earlier that's when i felt it actually gave me some very unexpected mm. kind of aspect right mm. so i think in that sense i think you know the fact that there has to be like an emotional component to the actual work I think this is where I agree with you guys. You know, like if 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 you only share the artwork, it's going to be so hard for a client to kind of understand, you know, <laughs> why this is the point of view <laughs> that you, you we kind of want to go for at this <laughs> point. Yeah. And also, like uh, the art flow, the strategy, and then, I mean, the deck flow, the strategy, and also like for, for example, like <laughs> it, it gives us some artwork, but then when, when normally when we present to clients, we still need to comp this um, artwork, right. say it, it is a print ad, right. we still need to comp this into a billboard. Right, and right. I tried to um, ask ChatGPT or ch ask me journey for, for me right. to do that for me. For example, I gave it back exactly this image. And then I said, please put this exact image into a billboard, like right. huge billboard in New York Street. Right. It cannot, it just cannot. Right, it right. gave me something weird. It's not this image, this girl just come out and become another girl and standing right. huge in front of a building. So right. for that part, still we need, back to your point, if we need something very specific, we still need to do, our, do it by ourselves. Yeah. 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 Mm. What, what if they like upgrade the ChatGPT to a commercial industry version? Like they knew all the phrase we used, the mocap, the deadline, the brief, the blah, 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 blah. To that, will, will that help? Maybe they they understand because right now they may not understand what what a mockup is. Yeah. I, I was saying yeah. like put, put this into um, a billboard. Okay, okay. No, but but to be honest, this is actually a good point because mm. I don't know if you guys have seen, but just recently it was uh, Microsoft that released a trailer oh. for their new the PPT AI. Ranking? So yeah, for like mm -hmm. PPT making, for like everything, like it, like it's a proper proper assistant mm -hmm. for micro for all the different uh, Microsoft apps, mm -hmm. and at least from uh, within the trailer, it looks it looks amazing. It looks mm -hmm. crazy. It's literally like you it can is. say, "Do me a chart that does this, this, this," and it's going to do everything. So I can only imagine 
if you know you combine something like this to what you're saying with a more like commercial understanding、mm-hmm. of the type of like you know needs that you have、mm-hmm. um, as an art director, it's literally basically like imagine you know it's yeah it, it literally becomes kind of like your you know personal assistant、mm-hmm. that you just say hey can you do this and that personal assistant understand everything that you want.、Mm-hmm. That would literally make your work, I think, you know, that much more easier. Essentially, true. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. Well, you know, something interesting is like, cause my husband is kind of in this AI industry,、right. and then he was trying to incorporate this ChatGPT thing into WeChat、okay. and then work for his company. Right. And then he put a lot of time and effort, and then there is this product、right. already, and then. They successfully input this system into WeChat,、mm-hmm. and then you can ask question in WeChat, and then the ChatGPT system will answer you in WeChat.、Right. But the thing is, like, they design this for his company, and then to pr- promote or like to、um, answer questions、right. for their company.、Mm-hmm. So they have some sp- very specific,、um, how to say? They teach the AI how to answer questions. Right. They, in their own way. In their、way. own way, and yeah, then yeah. they need to any any time when customer asking questions about、uh, who should we、uh, go for if I want to if I want something. Right. And then they teach the AI to say always go to their company. Right. 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 But the thing is, like the AI feels like it has its own thinking. Right. Every time. No matter how many times my husband said no, you have to answer this. Right, right. Every time when there is customer answer,、uh, asks the same question, they they always give them a very, how to say, fair um, um, answer. Answer.、Right. Not only the this company, but also right, right, right. there is this 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 you can consult too. There、right. are better so, option than our company. <laughs> exactly. So that is something. Um, very. It's a bit scary. Yeah, it's a bit scary too. To what you're saying.、Too. Okay, it's it's both good and、uh-huh. bad, right? I, I think the good side of it is that number one, again, at least the way that you describe it, it's almost like you know your your husband company want to really control、mm-hmm. in a in a certain way, but then the AI is kind of like no conscious, <laughs> yeah, kind of, and saying like. You cannot control me this way because、yeah, I still、yeah. need to be neutral, right? I、yeah. still need to be kind of objective.、Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of interesting to me. But it is scary in the sense that basically you can't even control what you created.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I think that's definitely the part that you know. Going back to what you were saying earlier, all the movies we've seen, it's because it's always human trying to control,、mm-hmm. but ultimately AI ends up controlling themselves, right?、Mm-hmm. I have two more questions before we finish this.、Um, the first one is what I like to call a light, lightning round, which is basically very, very simple questions. You guys can answer one or two words, however you prefer. All right. What's the favorite AI-generated artwork that you've seen? Can you describe it? Actually, right now, what show up in my mind is actually a very horror movie feeling, like mid-journey work. It's kind of like the Chinese style, traditional local style、okay. horror movies like the Ah Minghun, 怎么说 the 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 dead people get married that ceremony. Okay, I remember a picture of that, and that's come from Meet AI.、Right. And because <laughs> I I don't know if it's due to the sad feeling in all their work、right. that makes this freaks me out、right. very much because also it's very local, very Chinese.、Right. So. <laughs> The way they understand Chinese and the way they bring out the sad feeling, right? Yeah, leaves marking my mind. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> it sounds like it that's really, the, really. Yeah, that's the first thing come to my mind when、right. you say this. So that would be your could, least favorite or most favorite? Most kind of favorite of? because I'm a fan of horror movie. All right, all right. Most favorite, nice. What about least favorite? What's the least favorite? My least favorite is the first thing I type in major knee. And then it gives me. I typed in a boy with a big pizza, and then big pizza. Yes, and then <laughs> it gives me literally a boy with big big pizza, and then in this AI fake style. Right, right. Okay.、Uh-huh. So you, yeah, okay. So not、mm. not what you're looking for. What、mm-hmm. about favorite one you've seen? I I was like 
trying so hard to find one favorite one because I've mm. seen a lot of them. Yeah. So back to the point we were we were talking about. Maybe it's 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 just because we are not familiar right. with that language. That's why we cannot get what we want. Right. But I do see a lot of like good art piece in different style. Right. So. I feel also it's because of this learning thing we've mentioned. We still right. need time to, to learn this. Um, back to the question of my favorite one, I would say, it it was one um, a Chinese girl, mm. in Changshan, Changsam, like the Chinese traditional oh, okay. Changsam right. that um, style the dress, right? The the Chinese dress, dress right, yeah, right. the Chinese dress, and pink, mm. and then. Uh, she is floating on a river, mm. and then there is a huge, very detailed, very realistic but cool dragon behind her. Wow! And then f- floating on the river too, and then there is a little bit this f- smoke around them, right. not too much, so it gives a little bit of the streaming style. And then overall, the tone is still a little horror movie style, right. but I not too much. For me, it's something like this. Oh wow! Because some weird way they actually is some mistake, right? But right, the right. way the mistakes show up in this kind of picture is freak me out. Right, so right. It contribute to the damn something wildness similar. Yeah, mm. that is mm. there is dragon too. Oh. The snake. A snake. A massive snake, yeah. right. Okay. All right, so I got your favorite, least favorite. What was the most surprising thing you've learned working with AI? For me, it's still the, my way to, uh, or maybe uh, in the future, I would like typing less or mm. leave more space for them okay. to give me some surprise. That's the way. Right. That's the way I want to work with them. This is the lesson I learned from this time. But maybe, I don't know, after a few times, maybe when I control the language, <laughs> I will, yeah, make my own UT of it. I, I actually kind of feel the same as you. Like, I feel like it's more, AI is more valuable to me when it's actually surprising me with something mm-hmm. than when I'm trying to actually control it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think about the first question you asked me, the least, uh, the least wow thing yeah. is kind of like the something that is not exactly what I expect, but very expected. Right. It's right. cliche uh, stuff. Exactly. Right. Cliche stuff. What about your UT? What's the uh, most surprising thing you've learned? I'd say it's a very hard question. <laughs> I'd say it's the way to push me think creative slightly different because mm. mm. like I said like originally I always look into the existing images mm. where I have to do more by myself but then there is still limitations but then it does free me free me up right by we don't have to rely on the existing image where we now have the freedom to create what's in our head right there is still this possibility. It's just for us, one week is not enough to right. get there. Mm, but right. then there is still this p- potential and possibility to eventually get that. Right. And then I do feel after this, I even want to learn some of this pro- prompt mm. Um, mm. Le- lesson because right. someone gives speeches about this. I, I even want to take those lessons to really learn the prompts and then try to right. really... Um, use it properly to right. get what I want, because I I believe it can be, it can give what exactly we, what we want. To 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 what you're just saying, UT. People are actually talking more and more about this um, new type of creative talent in mm. the future. The prompt. Wait, what do they call them? The prompt artist. Prompt engineer. Oh. So, and that, I think that also goes back to what you were saying in terms of like, you know, maybe in the future it's really going to be like you actually can go to school mm. and major mm-hmm. in prompting yeah. because people are saying that, you know, if you can really, really understand the way that the prompt functions, mm-hmm. you can really like utilize, you know, these tools in a fun way. Mm-hmm. So, do you guys think that, for example, in the future, your team, right? So, your duo maybe will have also a prompt engineer. Wow. 
That can be great, <laughs> and then I don't need to be that in that team anymore. <laughs> I'm not I needed. I don't know. No, you still you still need. You, you know. can be the prompt engineer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's either like we learning their mm. language, like prop engineer or prop. I don't know expert. Right. Or they learn our language. Either is like general human gram grammar. Right. Language or specific advertising language, right. maybe I don't know this two way. I don't know which one will come to us first. Right. So interesting. All right, my final question for the both of you. So we started this whole conversation talking about whether it's legit or hype, mm -hmm. right? And we're talking about AI art. So my final question to you guys is: Do you guys think that moving forward in the future? Are we going to have more of a love relationship with AI or a hate relationship with AI as creative people? Love. <laughs> I don't know. Love always go with hate. I cannot oh tell this God. too emotionally. <laughs> it's called pee girls. Okay, so so if I need to choose one, it will be love. Mm. I, I always love something that scares shit off shit out of pe people. So love, love them for sure. Love, love yeah. relationship. Yes, yeah. we yeah. just need to know more get more fully meaning with how it works but for sure it's very very helpful right mm -hmm. cool well guys thank you so much for your time wow really yeah, appreciate let's drink. it you. yes we can day. drink <laughs> we can definitely drink now should look at this bottle all the time <laughs> i can see but thank yeah. you so much for your time really appreciate it no thanks and for inviting us thanks for the ride Open Brief is produced by Louise Woodward, Mimi Munoz, and Lucy Dwyer. It's edited by Candice Mortier and includes original music by Louise Woodward.